defenses. Initiate bank protocol. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> nice. Well, that's a good start. It's a good start. <laughs> Welcome to Bird Protocol. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Paul Reader. I'm here with Otis Morris. It is our Christmas Eve episode. We were going to do a holiday movie, but uh, I'm going to keep it real. Putting out an album at the end of the year around Christmas time and having Christmas and having to work to pay for Christmas and uh, just life in general just Christmas fuckery is just, has just been absolutely wailing on me. Also the fact that I don't like most Christmas movies. So, uh, and we were going to do like, Oh, like let's maybe think of some Christmas movies that we like, like and give like a list of those. And so maybe we'll do that this episode but uh, but maybe not. Merry Christmas Eve. I hope everybody has had a fantastic Christmas weekend and is in a, a, a better a better mood and headspace than I am. I'm sure I'll be in a much better mood tomorrow when this uh, or well uh, tomorrow on Christmas, but also we're recording on Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, I'm sure I'll be a little bit more relaxed tomorrow once I actually don't have anything to do. But uh, Otis, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm glad. Like, I got, I think I had my shopping done when we recorded the last episode. I think, or maybe I still had to do some stuff, but I've been done for a while. There's some people where I kind of just got them the simplest gifts. It's like you're getting t shirts, you're getting socks. I don't give a fuck. I'm not putting much effort into this one. I'm poor as shit, dude. Like, I barely afford groceries anymore. Like, what the f- so you know what? If the cost anything yeah the cost of living right now is just astronomical like i go to the grocery store i get two bags of groceries it's like 120 dollars. that's so, exactly what i was going to say it's, it's insane it's, it's insane it's mental like i don't even understand what's going on i don't the, the one thing i'm thankful for is that the new laws that govern the telecom companies in Canada mean that you get more for less now, which is nice because I did upgrade my phone, which I paid nothing for because um, it was time. But, um, uh, well, I, I guess I, I did give a down payment to lower my monthly payments a bit, but um, but that was voluntary. I could have paid nothing for it. And my phone bill is less and I get more data, which is great. I'm very happy for that for Canada. Wonderful. Can we improve everything else? You know, why am I going to the I grocery mean, store and, and, and spending $120 three times a week? Like, because our entire country is owned by like two companies. Tight. It's very tight. Merry Everything Christmas. has been monopolized. <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. Happy capitalist holiday, everybody. You pieces of shit. Uh, um, no, I mean, I don't know. This month's been okay. One thing we didn't talk about uh, last week that I guess is more suitable for this episode was, you know, we did the Christmas roast. So I made some money doing something Christmas related. So that was fun. <laughs> That's excellent. I so, was unable to make it because my life has been so absolutely insanely busy and I felt very bad, yeah. but I was glad to hear that it it went well and that everybody had a good time. I saw a lot of stories on Instagram from people who were there. 
mm-hmm. uh, and the comedians. And uh, I liked your, there was a picture of you with the Grinch, Grinch makeup, makeup on. Yeah. And I, I had a nice chuckle to myself and wished I, I had seen it in person. But, uh, but you know, all the comedy stuff seems to be going really well for you. So, like, I don't think, you know, I think there will be plenty more opportunities for me to uh, to yeah. appear now that my album is done and half out, uh, which we will talk about shortly. Um, but tell us about the, the roast of Christmas. Is there any highlights you want to share? Uh... I mean, everyone did fantastic. Um, you know, we had some lineup changes that we had to adjust for, but I think it worked out. Um, got to even do some jokes about some of the people that weren't there. Like, for example, there's a guy that was going to be Tiny Tim from A Christmas Carol, the young sickly boy who, depending on which timeline Ebony Scrooge goes to, lives or dies or, you know, he has to intervene. And, uh, you know, we just kind of joked that we are in the timeline where Tommy Tim is dying and is, in fact, dead. So, uh, you know, that's we're really in the worst timeline and uh, that's where it's going right now. We're living in a a floating dumpster fire of life. Did you Uh, see (laughs) did you see the the ad that Doug Ford put out the Christmas ad where he's telling everyone to go buy gingerbread homes? He's telling everyone about gingerbread homes. That's it is the book. most tone deaf thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it is like one of the like I thought it was a Beaverton article. When I when I saw the headline, I was like, "Is this <laughs> real? <laughs> this man bought and paid for by Big Ginger or something? What's going on here? It's good. It. What? Why? What's the? What? He's <laughs> just talking, telling everybody to go buy gingerbread homes this holiday season." And it's like a, he's like tongue in cheek, like it's really tone. Like even he, apparently, even hey. the other people in his party and his inner circle were like, "Man, you shouldn't put this out." And he was like, "Oh, whatever, whatever." People <laughs> love gingerbread homes. It's like, yeah, people love gingerbread homes when they can afford regular their own, their, food. Yeah, you know? when they can afford their people, own home. <laughs> yeah, when I need my when I need actual sustenance and you know a roof over my head, people aren't cool with little candy, fake fucking toy food. One, they don't have real food, you know? Like, what the hell? Why? Man, I haven't made a gingerbread. Also, you can... all Every time I've made a gingerbread house, it always ends up shit. Like, it, half the pieces, like, crack, and it just never, like... Those people that actually construct gingerbread homes, like, eloquently, like, fuck you. I hate you. Uh, you I, I guess... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never made, like, a... You know, I'm not a gingerbread architecture... Uh, architect. No. That's what... That's the word I was looking for. But, um, but you know, they're also... If you buy them from, from PC, they're, like, barely edible. And it's not even good. Yeah. It's like... It's, no. It's, it's they're a, always it's terrible. Just, just so tone deaf. It's so stupid. But you know what? I am looking forward to the next couple of days because... um, Gym is closed, so I'm not... Uh, I have a funny story. Uh, I have a funny story related to my health. Um, it's another story of me failing upwards, but I'll get to that. Uh, the gym is closed. Our Christmas on Christmas, actual Christmas is going to be very small, just doing Christmas morning with my grandparents, and my mom. And then I get the rest of the day off and I'm, I'm going to sit and play video games and uh, not do anything. 
um, and we're just going to chill. And then I don't have to do anything until Boxing Day in the afternoon when I have uh, uh, family, going to see my family. And we, I did manage to find a gift for the Secret Santa. It was super hard, but I found something that I think people will actually might want to get. So, you know, I finished my shopping today. A live I, hand grenade. Yeah. <laughs> 6,000 bees. Um, no. <laughs> um, An alligator. Yeah. Just a, who wants it? No. Um, the, uh, uh, I, I thought I was done all my Christmas shopping a couple of days ago and I was really pleased. And then I totally forgot that I had to get this, this secret Santa thing. And last year, my secret Santa offering was, I guess, not up to par for some of my family members. Um, specifically my grandmother. I love my grandmother, but she 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 wanted me to find something a little bit more, I guess, silly. Because they're not silly, but you know, uh cheeky. They're not they're not supposed to be like uh actual gifts, but they're supposed to be something someone might want. Does that make sense? I know it's so weird. It's it it's like you're supposed to get something that nobody would think of that they wanted. Um mm. that's kind of funny, but like also could be useful. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, f- I found something. It's pretty good. Um, I don't want to give it away on here because in case I know that I have some family members who listen, uh, and I don't want them to know in advance, shout out my cousins. You, you don't get the heads up on what this is, but, uh, but I think you would enjoy it if you get it. Um, and, uh, 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 Seasons one to four of Secession on Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, the Born Legacy on Blu-ray. No, um, yeah. uh, no, it's actually pretty cool. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty pleased with myself. I, and I, I was, I even though I braved going back out and buying something again today, I went to the gym, and then I was like, you know what? I just have a couple things to go get at the grocery store. And I'm gonna be completely honest. The grocery store was the worst today. It was like, uh, you know, a free-for-all. It was like a nightmare. And I mean this in like, like I'm a fairly patient guy. And I nearly got driven into like rear-ended or, or like T-boned three times in the parking lot um, before I even went in. Like people are just yeah. maniac today. And, uh, and it just made me in such a bad mood. It's been so long, so many, like the last couple of weeks have been so long with everything with the album and work and all this extra stuff and appointments and everything. And I just broke, man. I don't know. I was coming into this being like, I wanted to be all holly jolly, Merry Christmas and, and, and Merry Christmas to all the listeners. We, we, we thank you very much, but God damn next year. I just want to go on vacation or something, man. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, next week, next year, I would like it uh, at least a week off. I got no time off. Like I get Christmas Day off. That's it. I that's that's oh well. And a twenty five dollar LCBO gift card. That's my life. yeah. I'm working tomorrow. Um, and <laughs> then yeah, I'm working tomorrow, and then uh, and then I'm working, or and then I'm off Christmas and Boxing Day. But then I'm back to working, and I have a bunch to get done before I go down to PA for New Year's. So. I get two days yeah. and those two days will have family stuff going on. And it just makes me think, you know, maybe next year, take a week, go down to Cuba, something like that. Get out of here. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. No gifts this year. Yeah. Going to Cuba. Going to go sit 
in front of a pool where it's warm and uh yeah. and check out because uh yeah man <laughs> now i partially I think- did did it to myself because of this mm-hmm. album wanting to get it done before the end of the year i don't know what's wrong with me but i did and it is out on Bandcamp now uh but you were yeah, saying something before we get into that let's your what was your thought well i was gonna say like this is a legitimate thought that I want to do. Like, I want to take a week off and go somewhere and just shoot guns. Just, like, legally within, uh, like, an, uh, is it, what do you call it? A shooting range, an armor, or whatever the fuck you call those places. But I just want to go with, like, $1,000 and just, like, cause the most, like, havoc possible within, like, legal boundaries. Listeners, can you know. can you tell that we're a little bit stressed, a little bit overtired, <laughs> a little bit overworked? Palm Reader wants I, to I, flee I, the country, and Otis Morris wants to fire heavy weaponry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to the place that the gun store in Las Vegas, where you like can get like just an LMG and just fire it into the void. <laughs> like it's yeah. I just want to. I just. I, I just need to bring pain to a piece of paper for like. 60 seconds i bet it's it's probably a sweet (laughs) 60 seconds i mean i don't like the i like you know i don't see a point of gun ownership and all that stuff and and you know i mean if you live out in the sticks and you hunt and all that stuff i understand don't don't come at me about that but like you know why are you living in in uh you know uptown waterloo thinking about buying a ar-15 or whatever you know i can't even buy that anymore but years ago i had friends who were talking about it i was like what's the point it's like no, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But uh, I don't want to go to one. I like I don't want to own a gun. I just want to go to a shooting range and just like fire one off like indiscriminately into like a forest or something. I've heard like that, that scene you in know, Predator. You know where they're all shooting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Do that. Yeah. Except sick. I, I have I have no goals. You know, I just feel like that will probably cost the same amount of money as like four therapy sessions, and I'll probably achieve the same thing. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't but know. you know what? I think I I I I did want to bring a bit of inject a bit of positivity into here. Yeah. <laughs> um I uh, uh for those who are listening and if you were listening before on SoundCloud, if you notice Cemetery Sound SoundCloud does no longer exist. Um I had a great run on that platform. Uh just some things that they've implemented recently and the way that that platform is going. Uh it just wasn't working for me anymore. Um, there, there's issues with the copyrights. AI, there's like an, a copyright checking algorithm that checks your songs. And um, people can copyright beats that they put out using uh, royalty-free samples. And so my songs were starting to getting get flagged because other people had put out beats using, I guess, similar samples or the same samples. Um, and it was popping the robot off and then the people at soundcloud were like well you know you got to stop appealing or we're going to delete your account so i was like you know what i'm going to stop giving you money and do it anyway because this is a broken system and it's not going to work and you're going to get this is going to just crash and i'm getting out of here before it does and maybe it won't maybe they'll sort it out but um you know what i decided to take take it down and move away from that streamline my life a little bit less platforms, less things that people have to search out, you know, just find us on Spotify, find the music on Spotify. There'll be a new cemetery sound website next year and that'll have a bunch of stuff on it. And and it's good. It's all good. 
Thank you, SoundCloud, for the many years. Goodbye. But the thing that I realized when doing that is that we have officially uh, uh, passed 3,000 3, total plays, I think. Ooh. Yeah. So I think more than that, actually. I can't remember off the top of my head. I know it's more than 3,000, um, which is very cool. So I wanted to shout out all the people that were listening. And uh, and hopefully some people who were listening on SoundCloud are now listening on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. And welcome. And uh, hopefully you like and subscribe uh, and, uh, and, you know, join the, uh, the growing uh, bird protocol flock. Uh, we do actually have, have we have actually increased the number of people following us this year, which has been really, really cool um, to see and more interactions, more plays. Lately, we've been getting a lot of plays, actually. We've had some days where we've had like 60 plays. Uh, so, you know, it's really cool. Um, so shout out all the people who are listening. Shout out the people who are going. Shout out the people who came over from SoundCloud, hopefully, because we were still getting plays on there. And um mm-hmm. And yeah, you won't be able to find it there anymore. And if you have a SoundCloud and you're and you uh, and you get uh, uh, a strike, I'm just letting you know that the response and the 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 way that they dealt with me was horrible. And that's that's what really led me to just bailing on it because um, whatever they're trying to implement over there and do, it's not really working. But we'll still be on all platforms. And thank you for over three thousand plays. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. How do you feel about that, Otis? That's sick. That is awesome. Uh, that's a that's a number. It's a big number. That I could count to. It would take a long time though, um, but I could count to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I thanks did. for listening. I, yeah. No. That's. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, I remember when we were stoked about a thousand. You know. Uh, like a yeah. year and a half ago, and now we've we've you know uh, uh, reached another milestone, and and I if I feel like it'll continue to grow, and uh, and uh, I'm very excited about that, and uh, I'm also just you know considering how crazy this yeah. year has been for for you and for I and and everything that's happened that we uh, you know are at the end of the year now seeing days where we're getting sixty plays and. And uh, where we've passed, we're, we're, we're a decent, I don't know exactly how much, but we're a decent way past 3,000 uh, plays. That's, uh, you know, it's a good, it's a, it's a gold star. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. We're not I, 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 I rock with that. Like it's that. very good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So my album, I guess I should talk about that. that Stranger Days. Speak on that. Uh, Stranger Days is out on, uh, on, on. Bandcamp, Bandcamp, plmrdr.bandcamp.com. There's a link in the bio here. Uh, if you want to hear it before it hits streaming platforms or you would like to purchase it, um, that's the best way to do it. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, it's high quality streaming. Uh, I think you only get a certain number of listens. Like I think you can only listen through, through it once and then you have to buy it. But, um, uh, and that's something new that they've implemented that I didn't know. Uh, so, uh, you know, you can give it a listen and then wait until next Friday. It'll be on all streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Apple music, Amazon, YouTube, all of those places. Uh, and, um, 
And then you can add it to your libraries and listen to it wherever you want. Or you could buy it if you want to buy it mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, and you want to listen to it. But the the first responses have been very good. I wanted to publicly thank you, uh, Otis, for the post that you made and the very kind things that you said and for uh, purchasing the album yourself. You didn't have to do that. But, you know, that was very kind. And uh, and it was I know you don't like post stuff that you don't actually stand behind. So it was uh, nice to get the Otis Morris quality control seal of approval uh, and yeah. uh, and uh, just the kind things that you said. And everybody else who sent me a message saying, you know, whoa, I can't believe like this is actually pretty incredible. Like, I'm really impressed. All the stuff that people have said. I it means a lot to me. Uh, I spent a lot of time working on this. It's been like four years in the making of and uh, and a lot of time recently, like trying to perfect it. There's still things I could go back and change. But as a good friend once said, music is never finished. It's just released. So, um, you know, uh, uh, I had to get to I had a deadline and I reached a point where I finally was like, OK, I can not only can I live with this, but I'm pretty happy with it. And I put it out and um, and it, the hard work seems to be seems to be showing. I've gotten a lot of. Uh, a lot of people I didn't expect coming out of the out of the ether to be like, "Hey, this is really good. I'm really happy that you're back doing this," um, which is really cool. And I've actually sold some, which is really cool. Um, I hope that I can continue this momentum and swing it into the new year. I've got plans for doing shows in 2024. We're definitely going to do a kind of cemetery sound slash belated album uh, release thing. Uh, and, um, and, uh, you know, I want to try to get to other cities and, and really get back in the swing of it next year. Um, and I, I just think the songs are so fun. I can't wait to kind of learn how to perform them and relearn some of the old songs and, um, and yeah, just the positive responses have been excellent. I, it was the first album that I've released that I didn't feel nervous. I just felt excited. And I think that means something, you know? Because like all the other stuff, I've been like, oh, will people like this? And now it's not, I don't worry if people will like it. I'm like, how do I get the most people to hear this? Mm-hmm. Um, because this is something that I think is worth hearing. Like, I think it's a pretty good album as a concept yeah. and also as like musically and rapping wise. And it's fun. It's angry. It's sad. It's it's the variety on it is really good. You never get like, it's almost all, you don't really get any song that's exactly the same as another song, which was like a purposeful choice on my part. Um, And there's like cool, if you're, if you've listened to it, you might notice that there's cool lyrical and metaphoric uh, through lines. There are things that are repeated and ideas that return and, phrases that return throughout the album that make it feel like you're kind of reading a book or something. All of this was very purposeful. I put a lot of thought into how I wanted to tell the story and, or not story. It's not a story, but how I wanted to tie it all together and make it into an actual album sounding project instead of just songs that were sitting on my hard drive. Cause some of them are songs that I started in 2019 or 2020 um and uh and then some stuff was added later some stuff was stuff that was worked on later and i went back and changed a couple lyrics and record re-recorded some stuff and wrote some new songs and kind of tied it all together in a way that's very 
uh, I think very complete and, um, and, uh, even I like going back and listening to it. And I don't like doing that usually. Uh, but I've, I, I gave it a listen driving to, to visit Ali yesterday in London and her family. And I was like, wow, your boy did that. So, um, I'm very proud. Yeah. Stranger days. Indeed. Freaks go, go stream stranger days on Bandcamp. It'll be out everywhere on the 29th. We can end out the year together. And, uh, and I appreciate all of the kind words. I appreciate everyone who's bought it and checked it out and, uh, and all of the support. And, um, I can't wait to go and perform next year. Uh, what did you, what do you, I mean, you've already said what you needed to say about it, but do you have any mm -hmm. thoughts that you, we can discuss anything you want to ask about it? I don't know. I don't know where to go with it. I kind of said my piece. Yeah. Um, no, I did pick up on some of like the, uh, the through lines, some of the, you know, some of the <clears throat> lyrical, I guess, motifs. Um, I liked a lot of the samples. I liked a lot of the beats that um, weren't yours. I like uh, like hearing you over different stuff. And so it was cool hearing you over other people's beats. Yes, that's a good point. Um, um, continue. Um, I don't know. The very last song, is. did you make that beat? Or was that like a different one? Um, to earn a seat at the table? The one with the yes. horns? Yes, I made yeah. that beat. You like that? I love that one. Yeah, I like that one. Love that one. Um, um, yeah, I I like the beat selection. It's all very different, but you know, your mixing and mastering brought it all together. Um, I like some of the vocal stuff you do, like uh, when you do like the deep voice or have like the high voice, like the mixing on that stuff's really cool. I like a lot of the um, just a lot of the wordplay that you use as well. Like there was. There were some where I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, those are very oddly specific references that like only I feel like me and a select other few people would understand. Like the one where you reference, uh, what did you say? Some, something like schoolboy music video. Oh, faceless. Like blank school, face. Yeah, yeah, like blank yeah, face. And, yeah. then, and then uh, what is it? life's like a music video by mr williams or something i was like yeah, oh, no one's yeah. gonna understand that that's a uh, william reference like, yeah it's a, yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of deep like really weird meta yeah, like metaphors and references yeah. that I like, like what well. is it it's uh uh stranger days ahead if you don't believe the or stranger days ahead if you believe the hype like mr williams directed my whole life that's yes you know that's the another one that that i don't know if you caught but at the start of geist i said uh red rum red rum spell it back murder we're living in a ghost story caller mrs turner is a pirates of the caribbean reference mm. <laughs> mm. shout out you hear you heard it here first am i the first rapper nice. to reference uh, that scene in pirates of the caribbean maybe just like i might have been the first rapper to uh to reference the o'driscolls from red dead redemption 2 um that's tight in uh on i don't fear the ending um yeah no i mean i i, I think i i think i elevated my rapping um as far as just like not only cadence and flow, but like lyricism, there's a lot of uh wordplay and and kind of double meanings, like double entendres and um uh mm -hmm. um very specific references that um I'm I like that you got the hype Williams reference. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um that I almost I almost forgot about. I mean, that song's been around since like 2020. Um 
and uh um or 2021 one of the two but um yeah that those that i i think that i uh, over time i've tweaked and worked and changed I, I spent a lot of time mixing these and mastering them so that they sound relatively similar uh it's hard when you have songs that are years apart because your right. gear and your technology changes uh mm-hmm. so trying to make it sound relatively unified in one album took a little bit of fin dangling uh, luckily i was the, the person who made the song so i was able to go back and kind of work them into a mostly continuous sound there are a few songs where they were recorded on different microphones so the vocals are just a little bit more gainy or a little bit less gainy but i kind of found a just an, enough of a of a variance that it never sounds too out of place you know what i mean right um, which yeah. was, I, I, I mean, there, I said, listen to it now. And there's things, like I said, that I would go back and try and change a bit, but that also could be because I've listened to it so much that I hear those things and other people might be like, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. Right. And that, that's a very real possibility. Um, that song, turning the seat at the table, the house of never ending is actually one of the newest ones, uh, that I did um that uh uh it is the last one that i finished uh and it is um uh, a newer beat from this year uh so that's why it sounds a little bit different um because i've been listening to a lot more stuff produced by alchemist uh, mm-hmm. um and uh uh so that that's kind of that was kind of the addendum there were some songs that didn't make it that will be featured on the next album which will be the kind of sister album to this album. Uh, it will be the album that is more feature heavy, that has more um, newer stuff, less older stuff. And uh, it is kind of the other side of the same coin, not in the sense of like, uh, it's this, the ant- ant- antithesis of this album. It's more like part two. It's, it's, the, it's got a bit more experimental stuff on it it's got it's gonna have a lot more features a lot of the newer stuff is a bit different but it still all sounds like i think i've kind of locked in on my like beat choices and production style Mm -hmm. now and i know what i like and i know what i sound good on so it's kind of just the continuation of 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 the the newer stuff and some of the songs that didn't make this album and it'll be a little bit more feature heavy. But I did want to shout out all the producers that were a part of this one. Um, Young Hakim, who produced From the North, formerly uh, FKA Pressure, which is uh, was released briefly in 2021 for maybe like two weeks. And then I had like a crisis of identity and and confidence in in making Palm Reader. And I tried, like took it down um and uh and that's been reworked um scotty the reaper who produced um do it that wilt which is one of the tracks that a lot of people seem to be just absolutely crazy for um so shout out scotty beat goes crazy uh, i had a lot of fun with that one there will be a, a extended version with a feature like a remix version that will be on the next album or will be released as a as a single um uh, later um, but that interlude is is um, pretty hard. A lot of people like it. Uh, and then who is the last producer? Oh, Lethal Needle. I mean, Lethal Needle's Canadian 
incredible boom bap producer. Um, Emerson Corleone has been on a bunch of his beats. I rapped on like uh, One Night in the Cemetery, which we did with him, was uh, a, a Lethal Needle beat. Um, Lethal Needle's just excellent. Uh, and he did Dance with the Devil. And uh, and uh, then the rest of it was me. Uh, so, you know, that's that's pretty... It was, it was fun to get on some beats that were not self-produced. I think it mm-hmm. actually kind of increased my my creativity and and increased my uh you know i had to find ways to rap on those beats that yeah. pushed my my stylistic choices like i think all all three of those songs are more rapidy rap you know there's more okay. variance there's more flow there's more you know from the north is is uh they're all a, a little bit faster um they're all you know a little bit i've more fun i feel like um and um and then that also bled into the other tracks and and when i was re-recording some tracks or when i was picking the tracks that went into this album i wanted it to sound cohesive so i went for stuff that was more um what's the word that i'm looking for uh more uh, exciting, more, more, okay. um, varied, more, uh, um, I can't, my, my mind is blank. It's, it's a word meaning like interesting. They're more, it's more, uh, expressive. It's more expressive rapping. It's more okay. interesting. It's more, you know, so then that kind of led to finding the songs that were going to go on this. Um, and then I also wanted to shout out, um, a soul, AKA Soleil, uh, who's on the only feature on this album on feel, which is um, a very, uh, you know, like I said, this, there's a lot of variation. This one is more of a kind of almost like, it's like a melodic rap R and B song, but with like a tinge of the kind of spacey occult flavor and, and things that I like to put in the, the, the esoteric, the strange, um, the, uh, yeah, and uh, also oh wait, Canon, which is a newer song. It's a little bit more melodic. It's a little. It's very different. It's it's. Um, I like. I, there's a couple of tracks that are kind of guitar driven, and uh, that one was self produced, and I really like that song as well. Anyway, I uh, yeah, a lot of really good responses. Uh, if you haven't listened, please go listen. Palm Reader P L M L P L M R D R dot Bandcamp dot com. Stranger Days out now early for all the freaks. It'll be everywhere on the 29th. You probably will want me to shut up about it by the time January is done, but I'm I'm going hard with this one because I think it's worth checking out. Uh, I think I did a good job. Um, and, uh, you did. And, uh, you thanks, did a good man. Job. Thank you. Uh, any final thoughts on that or anything else you want to ask before we uh, pivot? Uh... No, I'll maybe have some more questions by the next episode once I've listened to it a bit more. But uh, no, I very much enjoyed it. It was a fun listen. It was a diverse listen. Um, you know, it, like I said, it was nice to hear you over other people's beats, something a little different. Um, because, you know, with your stuff, you tend to, I think, lean more kind of... I don't know what the word is uh, either. Uh, maybe a bit m- more. Um, I don't know. 
what kind of beats you would you do have a tendency to like you do have like a kind of style that you do tend to rap over in like previous releases which is you know kind of i guess somewhere in the middle of say somewhere between like 40s style and like lp style so it's like mainly sort of like synth sort of based usually but sometimes you do have like stuff that does have like different types of samples but i think somewhere you kind of lie within that sort of area so like sometimes you know it's sometimes a little more airy or sometimes you know it's a little more thumping or lp style but uh this one this release i think you've really branched out did some different things and uh it was nice to hear and it's just it's a fun listen and it's a short concise listen too it's 10 songs 30 minutes it's it's nice that was the that was the goal on it too I, i forgot to mention that and thank you for bringing it up that it is only 10 tracks um it's like 30 30 minutes 20 Mm-hmm. something or 30, 30 something minutes i don't know exactly how long yeah, it is I think it's like 30 or 31 so yeah it's right it's around. a yeah it's a nice easy listen like you can put it on get it get, go go to the gym get on get on the treadmill and put it on listen to it for half an hour and get off or go for a walk or you know it's it's not something that's going to take up a whole lot of your time originally it was going to be one album high strangeness and it was going to be a lot longer but um, in the the effort to preserve my sanity and through the process of kind of like making this, like originally it was going to be just four songs and it was going to be Stranger Days, the EP, and then it was going to be a long album. But in the process of kind of putting it together, I was like, no, like maybe I could just do two albums because I'm feeling confident enough that I with these four or five songs that I started with that I could finish a couple more. And then I really started getting into it and started finishing writing newer songs. And then I was like, okay, like, all right, we're, we're, we're going, you know, we're going now. Um, and then it just kind of became what it is. And, um, yeah, I'm really glad. Like, I, I think it's very nice to hear you say those things and I appreciate it. Cause I know that, you know, you, uh, sometimes when, when I put out music, like with anxiety weekend, you're like, you know, it's not really my type of music. So you have to kind of like, not that you're not being honest about it, but you're like, I like the pr- production, but it's not really for me. You know, like I, yeah. I don't really get, I, I think that it's great that you put it out and you did a great job and I respect it. It sounds good, but it's not like, I'm not getting enjoyment out of it, but you have said, you re- said very clearly, I enjoy this. I think you did a good job. I think mm-hmm. other people will enjoy this who share the same tastes and interests i think you did you've improved yourself and that's something that a lot of people have said and i respond with candidly if i haven't gotten better after sitting at home and working on my craft for four years then Mm -hmm. what kind of artist am i you know but um that's that's the candid joking response i i put a lot of thought and effort into this and it's very nice to see people responding very positively and saying things like dude this is incredible or wow these final versions sound so good or this is a very complete project i like how you're rapping i like this line i like you know Mm -hmm. it's especially from someone who people who i value their opinion from like yourself or other people um not that i make it for other people but you know believing yourself is great 
But then having other people reaffirm that is really nice, especially people you value their opinion of. So thank you, everybody who said nice things. Thank you, Otis, for those kind words. I hope more people will listen to it. I can't wait to perform Stranger Days on Bandcamp. Check it out. Or just wait until Friday the 29th. If you really want to be a pal and you like one of the songs, put it on at your, your New Year's party or use them on your reels on Instagram or share the album with your friends and family um, who might be interested in it. People in the city, you know, I have a whole song on this project talking about the importance of, of, uh, of authentic, true artistry and supporting local artists and ethical artistry. And, you know, I think it's very important to support local. So, you know, if you're a local artist from the city and you want to like do some shows or you want to connect, or you want to do something, hit me up. And, you know, no expectation on my end, uh, 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 you know, that, uh, you know, I don't expect anything back. I just would like to get Cemetery Sound and Palm Reader back to where it is. So I'd love to connect to some more artists and, uh, and get this shit popping again, you know? Um, and, uh, but if you do share it and you do do all that stuff, thank you. Merci beaucoup from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it very much. I appreciate all the kind words. And I'm feeling pretty dang good about it. And that's all I'll say about it. I'm sure we'll come back around to it later. Yeah. Go stream it. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Did I miss anything? I don't think I missed anything. Enough no, about that. Enough about the goddamn <laughs> rap album. Um, what's next? Have you watched anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, last night I went and saw Poor Things, the Yorgos Lanthimos movie with Emma Stone. And, uh, it's weird. It's weird. Um, it's interesting. It's a very well-made movie. It looks nice, but, like, I don't know. I went to, the, like, out afterwards and saw, like, Kenneth, and he was like, how was it? I was like, eh, it was okay. And, like, I like Yorgos Lanthimos' movies for the most part. Like, I love The Lobster, Killing of a Sacred Deer. His older stuff, like Dogtooth, is amazing. But, like, I don't know. Was, I wasn't super huge on The Favorite, and this one had a lot of cool things in it. It was very well acted. It was funny. Like, I can only, like, say good things about it, but for some reason, it just didn't land with me, I guess. Like, I don't know. Have you ever had that where you see a movie and you're like, oh, yes, this is on all technical aspects. This is a good movie. But like, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I've seen movies where I'm like, this is good, but I'm not going to watch it again. You know, it just yeah. whether it's the content of it or the the, um, you know, sometimes I have it with movies that are like harder watches where I watch it and right. I'm like, wow, that was beautiful. It was amazing uh um technically you know proficient filmmaking interesting uh i'm not going back to it though you know like i'm not going to yeah. watch it again it, it's not for like you know it's not it's, the rewatchability isn't really there unless you were going to like write a mm -hmm. uh you know a dissertation on the actual technical aspects or the themes of the film it's like sometimes people make movies that are hard to watch and it's okay to be like, I've seen this, you know, okay, here's an example. All quiet on the Western front. I'm never watching that movie. Again. Yeah. That movie was depressing yeah, and upsetting. Mm -hmm. Was it Absolutely. great? Yes. I thought it was great. 
technically awesome, a, a very riveting and and engrossing and and upsetting film about war um, that delivers a very, very strong message and delivers it well. I'm not watching that movie ever again. You know, Fair. unless I have to, unless it's like someone's like, right. "Hey, man, you could, can you write a paper on this and I'll pay you or something?" Not nobody does that, so I don't know what, what the. But I'm not going to be like, "Hey, it's a Friday afternoon. Let's pop on, uh, you know, let's pop on all yeah. quiet on the Western Front. And get crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it, yeah, you know, get some popcorn out. Let's get sad. Yeah, no. Um, I mean it. What it was. It wasn't like that. Like it's not an upsetting movie. It's uh it's strange and it touches on horny. ideas. I hear it's very horny. Oh, it's one of the horniest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. But You're like it's that's, wild that's, horny. Oh yeah, yeah. You see all of Emma Stone's bits and bobs. It's uh everything's out in the open, getting freaked on. Absolutely. But the thing about this is movie like, is, are we I, talking like full, like like pornographic? Por- pornographic? Uh, not it, it's not like Lars von Trier, but you're seeing everything for the most part. Like, you know, it's not like a porno; it's like softcore stuff. But you know, they're really they're they're humping, they're humping and bumping a lot, a lot. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to talk about without giving kind of like what it really is and right. that's the thing i went into the movie keep, keep it keep and... keep it to you because i'm i'm i am going to wind up going to see it because mm-hmm. my 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 lovely girlfriend would like to see it when i go to pa so well, I, we will watch it and we will circle back around to it and, and really talk about it yeah but uh yeah i think the thing is is that i kind of very early on i think i figured the movie out and what it was going to be and i was more or less right and so I was just kind of like, okay, well, where's going to be the surprise? But because, you know, with your Anthemos movies, there's usually a pretty big twist or something, or there's a moment in the movie where you're like, oh, fuck, that's not what I thought. But okay, that's kind of dark or fucked up in some way. But with this one, I just kind of caught on to it. And then, you know, it, it's, all, it's a visually stunning movie. It's very, you know, Tim Burton esque in its sort of weird world building um it's fun and there's a lot of funny one-liners there's a lot of funny dialogue in it it was just yeah i don't know i think i was expecting i don't know what i was expecting but like it was interesting for sure maybe i'll i will watch it again maybe but uh yeah it was odd it was definitely an odd strange movie unlike a lot of things and so you know, the, the funny thing that kind of makes sense uh, is that I saw an interview, I guess, I forget, is it like by Variety or GQ is doing like these, like a bunch of YouTube video series of like directors on directors. So it's like two directors sitting down and talking or actors doing the same thing. But they did one between Yorgos Lanthimos and Ari Aster. And it's a very interesting pairing because you know, it kind of makes sense because this is so, sort of seems like this was your go is sort of like Bo is afraid in a way in which they're like, the studio is like, okay, yeah, here's make your weird fucking Frankenstein thing that is, which that's not even that it's not even that, but like, it's just so, it's just such an oddly strange movie 
that clearly has a lot of money behind it. And it's just, it's one of those movies where you're like, I'm happy this movie got made because this means you can still make fucking weird shit for mass audiences. So that that's that. Yeah. It's, it's odd. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't know how to describe it without getting deep into it. And so I think that's kind of the, uh, the good thing about the film is that it kind of gets you talking and thinking and the guy at the princess before I saw it, I was like, yeah, I don't know anything about this movie. I'm a big fan of like dog tooth and the lobster. So I'm kind of hoping maybe you'll go in that sort of direction. But I, based on what I've seen, it doesn't. And he was like, I don't know. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And he was like, yeah, the general response is people seem to either love it or really love it. And I kind of ended up somewhere in the middle where I was like, there's a lot of things, but I don't know. I feel like it was just trying to, I don't know. I was just, maybe I missed something. I don't know. I don't know. And you know, that's the fun thing about movies. Sometimes they just like hit different. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So like, maybe it's something you need to watch again at, at home or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. These, uh, it, it can be, um, uh, you know, where you watch it and when you watch it and what's going on can affect uh, how, you know, yeah. your your experience of it. Like, I, I think one of the things, I mean, this is a bad example because it is objectively good, but one of the things that made watching the first season of Westworld so much better was that we watched it together at my cottage over that, yeah. you know, week and a half that we were there. And yeah, and slowly just like lost our minds together as well. Yeah, and it was that was that. like that improved to me in the estimation of it for always was the experience of watching it and watching the other seasons was a bit different because I was doing it alone during the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um True, but yeah. Uh, but um I'm 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 mad that we aren't going to get the last season because I thought season 4 was great. Uh, and I wanted to know what happened, but, uh, you know what, I guess that's the end of that. Um, I haven't really been watching a whole lot because, uh, I've been so busy and the stuff that I have been watching, I've been like going back and trying to close out things from the year that I didn't finish. Um, okay. and watching a lot of TV. So I did, I am done the last of us. Finally, I went back and finished the last couple episodes that I hadn't seen. Um, nice. yeah, good. Really good. Uh, I, I, I think it was, uh, I think I had gotten to the fourth or fifth episode and I was like, okay, I'm going to finish it. And then I just never really got around to it. And I remember saying I liked it and I enjoyed it and I re recommended it to people. Um, but I, you know, hadn't, I think fully watched, or if I had watched the last episodes, I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, so I've been, I've been closing that off, uh, rewatching from wherever I was, um, and, uh, and paying a bit more attention and I, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, uh, I think it's, um, a really great adaptation. I think it was great that the actual game writer worked on it so that the things, the changes that were made, and we said this when we were watching it was, uh, was the, the one when I was watching it, the changes that are made are made for the betterment of the series, like the for the betterment of the adaptation, and uh, and I like that. It still has a lot of iconic moments from the game, but the kind of choices made in the adapting of it, especially having the writer of the game involved, uh, and it, you know the quality of the HBO show. I just thought it was really good. You know, it, I, there was a bit of a tiredness around the zombie genre, but I think they did a really good job with it, and um, I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed rewatching it or well, finishing watching it, whatever I 
I don't actually remember how far I got in it. I've also been watching um, on Apple TV Plus. There's a a show, a series. There's three series, and they're they're hosted by um, uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, Charlie. I don't remember what his last name is, but it's a long way series, and uh, they, they it's about them traveling on long trips on their motorcycles. Uh, the first one is them leaving London and driving all the way across Eurasia oh. and Russia to America, and then driving across America to uh, down Canada and across America to New York. And then there's Long Way Down, which is from the highest tip of Scotland, Johnny O'Groats all the way through the UK and Europe, down through Africa, which was very cool. And then the most recent one that came out, I think, a couple of years ago, and 18 years later, or 14 years later, or something like that, um, is them driving electric bikes from the farthest south point of Argentina all the way up to um, Los Angeles. Um, and they're really good. I just enjoy them. They seem like top lads. You know, they seem like good guys. And... Uh, it's never too heavy. The the it never goes too much in one direction of like some travel shows. It becomes all about the travel and not a lot about the places. And some of it becomes mm-hmm. all about the places. Some of it is just all about the hosts. There's a nice balance. They stop places that are interesting. They they speak to people who are interesting. They have like interesting mishaps. It shows when they actually have tro- problems and the things that they have to do to fix the problems. Um and uh, it's really cool. It's crazy that they did those things and that they had camera crews and cameras on their helmets and bikes and stuff, especially the electronic one from or the electric bikes from prototype electric Harley Davidson's from the lowest point in Argentina all the way to L.A. is nuts. Um, and it's the the landscapes are beautiful. They're it's the really kind of uh, it seems like they're normal guys, even though one of them is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, yeah. Uh but yeah, it's crazy. I also did didn't like totally forgot until the end of the episode or the last episode when they get to LA when uh when when Ewan McGregor pulls up and and his uh new wife is there and it's um Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And I was like, holy shit, oh. Ramona Flowers and Obi-Wan Kenobi are married. Um that's wild. That's yeah. a powerful... they met in Fargo in like 2017. Um oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I had no please, idea. Please, please I was like, wins. oh, my God, Ramona Flowers? Uh, yeah. And my heart was right. a flutter for a minute. Um, yeah, no, I've seen <laughs> that series come through at my work on DVD, and I was like, what? He does a travel show? But okay, that's cool. That's fun. You go, Ewan. Yeah, it's more, like, it's more like cool guys chilling on their bikes, driving around, checking out places. Um, but it is like a trap. Like, they do have to trap, make the... It's like a planned travel route, but they go through some really remote places and really create, like when they're in Mongolia, they, they like get invited to yurts and hang out with like nomadic Mongolians. And when they're in driving from uh, in the long way down, which is through Scotland into Africa, they actually go into Libya. And and that was when Gaddafi was still in charge. And so it was very rare that there's like a TV crew that's in Libya and some of the Roman, like Roman ruins that they go to there are some of the most insane. Like, it makes me realize how crazy sick Roman, like Roman cities must have looked. 
like because they're they're in the oh, desert, yeah. so it's dry, right? So there's not a lot of wear and tear on them. It's just you know they they're still sculptures on the on the pillars and stuff like that, and you're just like, oh my god, however many thousand years ago this would have been like absolutely yeah, breathtaking to behold, yeah. you know, that's yeah. nuts. That that ex- like it just it was mind blowing. Mm. Um, well, luckily we have Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> Experience these. Assassin's Creed. Um, so I watched all of those. That was good. There's a couple other shows. I don't know. I'm like I'm mad worn out. So like I I don't even know what to uh, what to cover. What what to cover? I can't even really remember what I've watched. But I'm hoping that after now that I have a couple days off and then the New Year's and all that stuff. And I think maybe I might be getting one of the one of the games that I asked for, so I might finally be able to talk about either Spider Man or Alan Wake Two. Um, nice. Which I would Spider-Man. be Spider Man. Nice. Well, I will try. I'm going to try if I do get it on 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 Christmas morning. On the Crimbus. Uh, then I will install it and uh, get the stuff from from the download the stuff. While my family is here, I'll, I'll start that, and then afterwards, I'm going to play. I, I badly want to play Spider Man Two, so it's fun. Uh, or or it's Alan Wake Two, whichever one it is. Um, and uh, and I'm stoked. I'm stoked on that. Uh, and if not, if I get a PlayStation gift card or uh, or some money or whatever, I'll just buy it myself. But I, I do want to play yeah. it, and I do want to uh, talk about that. I've I've only I barely played video games after I got back from PA. I don't think I set my PlayStation up for like a week and a half. So. I don't have a whole lot to to discuss. Just been playing Rocket League every once in a while, mostly just working on my album, Go Stream Stranger yeah. Days. Mm. Um, what about you? Anything anything you're playing? Anything you wanna you wanna share with the people? Uh I like I said, I beat Spider Man two. That uh was a very fun game, very enjoyable campaign, just the all around fun gaming experience, which you know. That's the thing about games. Some of them are, you know, just not fun. And I think this one just puts being fun first. And, like, you know, it's not a super long game. But, like it, like I said, it was so enjoyable. I didn't really care. And I know, apparently, you know, there's going to be some DLC content. So, stoked on that. Um, and then, what else? I went back, started playing the Metroid Prime Remaster because... I was playing that and then got uh, sidetracked by just uh, like cyberpunk and then a bunch of other stuff that came out. And uh, so, yeah, now I'm just like going back. So now I need to start playing some. I'm going back to my Nintendo games, trying to play some Metroid Prime, Super Mario Wonder. Um, Yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing Alien Isolation. I'm trying to beat it again. Nice. I got my Switch back out. After not touching it for a long time, and I'm I'm back running some uh, Alien Isolation and some Minecraft, um, nice. and playing that a bit more uh, yeah. because I can play it in bed before I go to sleep, and uh, I and that's you know I mean yeah. sleep has been very important lately, so that I've been uh, you know opting for that, but I have played some some Rocket League and uh, can't wait to play Spider Man. I need to now buy another fucking Joy-Con because now, you know, I, I started playing my Switch yesterday and then, you know, one of the controllers has stick drift. I'm like, God damn it. Every, it seems like every couple of months a controller just goes. But, like, I have a pro controller, so, like, I can just use that. But I was like, you know, 
today I kind of just wanted to like sit in bed and just like play the Switch, but I couldn't because I don't have that control. I guess I could have like stolen one of pairs, but I don't, I don't want to potentially then ruin one of hers. So I need to get another one. It's annoying. Um, and then, you know, there's more games. I need to go back to the... Uh, I need to go through my games because I have, like, a backlog of stuff that I really need to play through before, like, I start. And there's just so many good games that came out. Like, apparently the Avatar game's kind of, like, fun because apparently it's basically just, like, a, a Far Cry game, but Avatar, which honestly sounds fun. I do enjoy the Far Cry games, so I feel like I would probably enjoy it. And it also just looks sick. Like, the world looks awesome. Everyone says, like, if you're just a fan of Avatar stuff, you'll like it. Even some people that aren't necessarily fans of Avatar have enjoyed it. So I think it's probably a decent gaming experience. And then there's a bunch of other shit. I'll wait a little bit longer till it's uh, till yeah. it's on sale, and then I'll cop it. I, I got to yeah. finish the Cyberpunk DLC, too. But life's just been yeah, so that, crazy that busy. Powerful. Okay, so I, the, here's the uh, the funny thing. I, I remember now that I was going to talk about because, you know, going to the gym and all this stuff. And I've lost all this weight and we were talking about it before. And I, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've realized what I did to myself. Mm-hmm. So um, when I got my Apple Watch years or months and months ago, before I even became diabetic, I, I got it because I wanted to track my metrics. And um, when you set it up, you have to put your like your height, your your weight, your your birthday, all that stuff in to give you a proper proper readout of what your kcal, your your move, your kinetic calorie loss is per day. Mm-hmm. Um, I never put it in, so it had me at the base height and weight, which was like a third of what I actually am. Mm-hmm. So I was working it was reading my exercise amount as someone who was way healthier than I was way smaller, way healthier. Um, so I was doing like double, triple the work to get a calorie burn. Mm. So this whole time I've been like burning Burning way, way more calories daily than I actually, what than I was actually getting the readings and so I was like, I don't understand how I've lost so much weight and I've only been getting like 700 kcals a day. Like 700 move calories a day or 800 move calories a day. I shouldn't be losing the, the amount of weight that I have. And it turns out that I was being fed wrong information because of me being a dumbass. And well then. And then when I changed it, all of a sudden my daily exercise that I was doing went from getting 400 kcals to 700. And I was like, oh, well, that explains why, how I've lost all this weight because I kept thinking I was under uh, underperforming and I kept pushing myself harder and harder to get more and more because I was like, why is this? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting enough. It's because it was registering me yeah. as someone who was like 150 pounds. And well, uh, yeah. So it turns out that I, I did this to myself, that I've been working out like doubly hard for six months. So that's how I did this. I mean, yeah, the fasting and no sugar and no, 
no alcohol and all that stuff helped. But really what it was is that I was putting me myself through a torture chamber. Well, I think it's obviously paid off. But, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not complaining funny. about it, but it's I mean, funny. that's kind of funny, and it's kind of a good thing that you have now just become used to that level. And so I think that I think that's really what people have to do, though, is if you just push yourself past the limit right off the bat and just, like, get used to it, it really makes anything else just seem so much simpler. And I think, like, you know, that's that, I think that's it for, like, anything, though. If you just really keep going at it past, like, the part where you can actually go or what's if you do more than what's necessary is you know where you're going to see improvements like much yeah faster, well, much I, I mean obviously fast drastic fast improvements which is mm -hmm. explains how i did what i did but it's mental yeah. to me that it, i never it, i'm sure when i was setting it up i was like oh, i'll just fill it in later and i just never mm -hmm. did and the only reason why i did it is because i upgraded my phone a couple of days ago I had to repair yeah. my watch. And when I repaired my watch, I had to put the, my fitness stuff in. I was like, oh, my God, I don't ha didn't put my fitness stuff in. I changed my fitness stuff. I was like, dang, I never had a, uh, my proper height and my proper weight in this. And then all of a sudden, I was starting to, I would, even just walking around, the amount of calories that I was burning was like double. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I went to the gym, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> You know, like this whole time it's been registering me as a, as a tiny little aerodynamic fit man. And I'm this, and I wasn't that I was probably more than double of what it was registering me as when I started. And so I was double the yeah. weight working out double to reach my, to pass yeah. my goal and get a good goal. So I there were days where I was doing like 900 K cows and it was assuming that I was half my size so really yeah, i probably did like the, 2000 like chinese contortionist yeah. from oceans 11 <laughs> so probably it was more like 2000 or like 1500 probably. or 1800 and so i kind of failed upwards i mean i don't recommend it um uh, uh i you know the, I, I think i may have overdone it a little bit but i guess i didn't really because i got rid of my di my diabetic diagnosis yeah. like i reversed it so you know great but like if i hadn't have caught on to that and kept going eventually I, I may have reached a point where it was closer but damn you know i mean like i could have taken a couple yourself into a grind set is what you did yeah i i i lulled myself into through through sheer ignorance i lulled myself into a into a into a grind set um because yeah. i thought it i thought it was telling me the right numbers i was like and it and it it went as soon as i figured it out i was like oh because here i am at the gym and i'm sweating through my shirt i'm like working out so hard and everybody else is like not you know or they're sweating but they're not sweating like me they're not sweating. And i was like is it just because i'm fat and diabetic like what's happening no it's because i was I was putting myself through the through the punishment tube, to circuit punishment circuit whatever, uh, thinking that I was I not doing enough, so I was going even harder when I was actually doing more than enough. I just didn't know. 
Isn't that funny? It's kind of funny. It is. It is kind of funny. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind I don't of, know how those blotches work. This shit's wild, though. Like your phone does that. You can do that. My mom was asking me, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, I just want like a Casio watch. She's like, oh, you don't want like an Apple? I was like, no, I don't want an Apple watch. I just want something that tells me the time and can, you know, set a timer. That's what all I need it for. That's all I need. I just need something that it's like now since I'm like doing sets and like I need to start videotaping stuff. So like I can't use my phone because my phone will be like recording stuff so i'm like i need something at set time even though now i'm actually very good at like internalizing how much time i'm doing like now i'll be like yep i've done 10 15 minutes time to leave but you know i just want to watch just the most basic watch everyone's like why i was like i don't need i don't need these fancy watches man these fancy watches that can tell me if i need to do the chinese acrobat workout i don't need that i don't know i have no idea i don't know that's just a diatribe about watches i guess um yeah i mean i i got it for my for for health and then of course i promptly poorly set it up for health which is just nice great you know i uh, god it's so stupid sometimes um i mean at I least mean, it I, wasn't the other way at least you weren't yeah. like why am I getting worse and worse? And well, I was like, for the first month. Opposite. I was like, why am I getting worse and worse when I'm working out almost every day? And that turned out it was because my pancreas. But, you know, mm-hmm. I can't buy one of those from Apple yet. Um, so. I mean, no place you could buy one from. Really. <laughs> I know a guy. Um, but. Uh, a guy uh, that knows a guy that if you have the right VPN, he can show you a guy. Um, yeah, but so that's, that's a whole thing that kind of explains everything. Uh, it's kind of a palm to forehead. Uh, Goddamn Christmas miracle. I would, yeah, I wouldn't call it. Yeah, maybe I will just for a little bit of joy. My ignorance, my, yeah, my idiocy, my, 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 not ignorance or idiocy. My, 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 uh, oafishness led to a great windfall. Look good. Ignorance I feel is good. A virtue. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. We haven't really watched a lot. We haven't really done a lot. We talked about the album. Is there a Christmas movie that you will watch? Should we actually uh, try and bro- broach that subject? I mean, I watched the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one, recently to prepare for um the roast because I was the Grinch. And that movie's a nightmare. There's so many nightmarish things about it. This is just camera angles that don't make sense. The Who's are terrifying in it. Um, Jim Carrey's performance is just a monstrosity. It's strange. It's it's so odd. That movie, the fact that that thing was made for children was just, Ron Howard should be on a watch list for putting that out there. <laughs> like that, that shit was weird. Um, uh, go to thinking of like my go-to, usually my go-to, I love the home alone movies. I really do. And I have a joke about that of how people wait for Christmas time to watch Christmas movies, which is like a weird thing. Same, well, same thing when people do it for like October, 
then they watch horror movies. And it's just like, well, if you like horror movies, just watch horror movies. If you like Christmas movies, just watch them whenever. So, like, I'll watch Home Alone every so often just when I feel like it, just because I like watching Macaulay Culkin just fucking clown on some fools. That shit's great. Um, I guess most recent or the holdovers was good as i talked about a couple weeks ago that movie I, is fantastic I, yeah which I is a, it that. is a christmas movie so i have to watch that it's That's... very good very wholesome just very enjoyable leaves you in a happy mood which i think because i was trying to think what really defines a christmas movie other than it you know obviously it has to be set around christmas on christmas around christmas and the main conflict of it must somehow be related to Christmas. In that, like, the holiday of Christmas is somehow negatively or, you know, putting some sort of obstacle in the way of the main character. And that's a thing uh, that I kind of, like, established. So, you know... Uh, what other, so what other movies are Christmas movies? Um, Usually, what did I watch last year? Me and Pear watched the Muppets Christmas Carol, which was fantastic. The fact that you got Michael Caine, That's an absolute professional, just talking the fucking puppets is great because he's he, treating he's, it like it's a real job too. It's really funny. he's really yeah he's acting like he's from fucking Get Carter in this. Like he's he's a real one in it, and that's that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. When we were talking Christmas at, move, at movies, I was really thinking, you know, actual Christmas movies. I'm kind of annoyed by the trend of people being like, oh, like, you know, the Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's like, no, well, Die Hard could really happen any day. It just requires a business party for an office work party for a terrorist to take over. That can happen any day of the year. Um, Lethal Weapon's not a Christmas movie. Even Those are movies that happen at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, people are like, oh, Eyes Wide Shut's a Christmas movie. It's like, yeah, it just takes place during the holidays. The real core of it is that, you know, he's a fucking pussy man that uh, feels belittled <laughs> by his wife. That's really the core of it. That's just the Tom Cruise story. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Christmas movies that aren't actually Christmas movies. Um, but yeah, no, that's the main thing is like, because, you know, obviously in Home Alone, they're traveling because of Christmas. He makes the wish that like he doesn't want to, you know, see his family and yada, yada, yada. I don't know. Uh, what other Christmas? I usually probably tomorrow since I'm going to Paris for uh to see her parents for it. we usually always watch mr bean's christmas which is just fantastic that episode is great the scene of him at like the toy store just playing with all the toys and like making that that shit's hilarious mr bean's fucking that that that's the thing physical comedy one that's just good like that is so timeless it's just so stupid and silly that like you can be five fifteen fifty and that shit's funny, no matter what. Like a random, like what? Is, what does he have? Because it's like the, it's the manger, so it's like Jesus. But then like a dinosaur comes out of nowhere. There's just yeah, shit's funny. Um, 
I don't know. Those are like the Christmas ones that come to my head. And then, yeah, we'll probably end up watching a Christmas. Or wait, what did we watch last year? It's a Wonderful Life, which is insane. Uh, that one with, with fucking Jimmy Stewart, because he's supposed to be like a 30-year-old man, but he's like fucking 50. He's like, come on, my life. It's garbage. My life sucks. No. Yeah, fucking. Anyways. But yeah, those are Christmas movies, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Do you have any easy... Which ones do you enjoy? Oh, Bad Santa is one I actually enjoy. Bad Santa is pretty, pretty good. I mean, I like movies that happen at Christmas. I'm not like... A, I don't know. For me, it's not like a... I'm not a big Christmas movie guy, you know? There's like some movies either, really. that I enjoy, but I don't really care about like the lore of Christmas, you know? It's just no. it's not really for me... I'm sure the holdovers is going to be great, um, and I'll probably like that. Um, I like kind of Christmas movies that are around Christmas, um, but anything that gets too into the, like, like, this might be not nice to say, but, like, I don't really care for Elf. Like, I, I don't really care for Scrooged. I don't really care for... You know, but I think that Nightmare Before Christmas is great, but it's equally a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. Um, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I agree with all of these things that you were saying. Yeah, me. like I don't. I mean, yeah, Gre Gremlins is kind of a Christmas movie. Uh, I like Gremlins. Right. Um, Gremlins. I honestly can't say if I have or not ever actually seen Gremlins. It's one of those movies that I honestly don't think I've seen, but I feel like I know everything about it. Just um, because it's just, it was just, like, one of those, like, cultural movies. It's, like, things from, like, the 80s. Or was that from the early 90s? I don't remember. But if it's from the 80s, it makes sense. For some reason, a lot of 80s movies just don't resonate with me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I'm not really like I like I'll I watch I made a joke like oh there's a Christmas tree in Prometheus like you know like <laughs> it's, I yeah. don't know for me it's just I don't mind Halloween movies obviously we do our whole spooky season but holiday movies for me like it's very few and far between of stuff that I would actually like watch around the holidays that are kind of tangentially related to Christmas. Like I, I don't mind Die Hard or Lethal Weapon or all this stuff. I wouldn't call them Christmas movies, but no. you know, anything that's like, I like the Mr. Bean one. I don't, I, I know you absolutely hate the film, but I think that it's, there's something nostalgic for me about it, about uh, love actually um, uh, that I, uh, that maybe it's cause it's something that has come up around Christmas all the time. And, I don't mind it, even though it's completely bizarro backwards. Um, but yeah, it's a weird ass movie. It's a weird, it is a weird ass movie. But um, but yeah, like I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge cr Christmas guy. You know, I kind of want to watch that one that came out with uh, what's his name being Santa, but Santa's like a murderer, um, or like in like a like he's like a he's fighting like terrorists. You know what I'm talking about? got the, the david arbor one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that called deadly night or something silent night si si 
so it's something to do. But yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about though. Yes. But like I'd watch that. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Krampus. Krampus is Krampus. fun. Um never actually seen that one. Yeah, I'm not a big Christmas guy. Like people are always like, Oh, let's watch this or watch that. It's a Christmas movie. Oh. And I'm not like a big home alone guy either. So I'm like, I don't know. For me, it's like I don't know. I don't. I feel bad because I feel like people are going to be like, I can't believe you don't like these Christmas movies because everyone gets all up in arms about it. But it's just yeah, not really I mean, for me, man. You I, and I both. Yeah. I'm sure the holdovers will be great. I want to see. Is it called Violent Night? Is that what it's called? Violent. That, yeah, I believe so. I, I would watch that because that looks silly and campy and act and dumb action. Uh, there's a couple movies mm-hmm. that have some nostalgic value for me and also movies that take place at Christmas that I like to watch around Christmas, Die Hard and stuff like that. Again, I'm not saying Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's a movie that takes place at Christmas. But um, any of the, like, deep Christmas spirit cuts, I just it just doesn't really yeah doesn't really do it for me, man. Christmas lore type, type beats. I, I'm just not, you know... Miracle on yeah, 34th I mean, Street or whatever it's called or 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 yeah, type of shit. you know that that's not it doesn't it doesn't really do it for me. So, you know, I'm sure there's some that I I haven't thought of. Just, again, we've been as soon as this is done, I'm I'm shutting down. Like I'm I'm so yeah. exhausted. So I there, I'm God, sure there's stuff right. that I'm not thinking of that I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah, there's stuff. I'm sure there's others that I can't think of too. But like, yeah, for the most part, I'm not super into Christmas movies. So I'm kind of glad we didn't really pick one and then just kind of half-ass it. I'm kind of glad we just did this instead. And then just kind of like been like, well, I guess, I don't know. I guess we don't like Christmas movies. So that would have been a shitty episode to like start talking about a movie and just be like, you know, I really don't give a shit about this movie. And then just be like, me too. And that's just a rest of an episode of us just being like, so. Ah, uh, that sucked, eh? Oh, another great know. movie that, that happens at Christmas that's not a Christmas movie is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. A lot of Shane Black takes place yeah. on Christmas, around Christmas. Um, I think, does the nice guys take place around Christmas? Hmm. That's a movie I've been thinking about watching again recently. That movie fucking goes. Oh, so do you hard. remember The Family Man too with Nick Cage? When he when he I don't goes know if I've w- seen it. I know it is a movie, but I don't know if I've seen it. It's not great. But for some reason they used to play it all the time around because it is it takes place at Christmas. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they used to play it all the time on like Channel 47 on TBS. And right. uh, and so it reminds me of like Christmas time when I was a kid, but I don't think it's like a great movie. Um, but yeah, no, not yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <laughs> <Very> everybody. <good. laughs> um, no, sincerely, thank you, everybody who listened. Um, and apologies, we didn't actually do like a set holiday film. Uh, one next year, maybe next year, if the holdovers is really good. If I really enjoy it, we can we can do an episode on that next year yeah um uh, because i've heard nothing but good things and uh you know otis and i share a 
a uh, affinity for certain films and what he's told me about it, I, I think I will very much enjoy it. And I like Alexander Payne films. So I'm one, yeah. I, I, I'm one of the few people who didn't actually mind downsizing. So, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, maybe that'll be our choice for next year. But thank you for spending the year on and off with us as we've dealt with the various curveballs life has thrown our way. Um, we appreciate everyone who listens, everyone who subscribes. Uh, there'll be a, an interact question that I'll come up with tomorrow. That'll be in the, in the thing you can interact with us, uh, or you can send us a message on Instagram or, uh, or send us an email birdprotocol at gmail.com. Um, we will be off for, for probably a week, well, for a week, for sure, maybe two weeks, uh, cause we've got a lot of stuff going on, but we'll be back in January with the, with the bird report for this past year, where we'll talk about all the things that we watched and give our top recommendations and uh, kind of do a year in review um, for music, movies, video games, and television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for it's cool that we've passed. Uh, uh, you know, we're 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 on our way well past uh, three thousand, and uh, and we've actually got people subscribing to us now, and everything is just it's really awesome. I really, really appreciate all of you. We'll see you in 2024. Otis, you have anything you want to add? Uh, Nothing really. Uh, The Dive Bar Show will be returning in the new year, January 7th on Sunday. So, yeah, come January 7th, things will just be back to normal. But, uh, yeah, taking the next two Sundays off to just chill. And so, yeah, see you in January. Yeah, we'll be back in January with the Bird Report. Uh, go stream Stranger Days on Bandcamp if you want to hear it now. plmrdr.bandcamp.com Or you can wait until Friday the 29th. It's uh, this coming Friday. It'll be available everywhere. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram at P-A-L-M-R-E-A-D-R. That's Palm Reader without the last E. Uh, where can they find you? On Instagram, Otis Morris Dude check there for all the good stuff and uh yeah we'll see you next year yeah merry christmas everybody happy holidays we hope that you guys uh and uh and uh much like us get a restful and relaxing uh holiday season and new year uh, take some time to take care of yourself and uh and uh, reflect on the year and move into 2024 best foot forward you know let's uh Let's 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 rock and roll in 2024. Palm Reader will be back on the stage. Otis Morris will be doing his comedy. Bird Protocol will keep growing. It'll be a pretty dope year. But I think uh, this holiday season has taken taken it out of out of us. So after this is done, it's time to shut it down for a little bit. Uh, yeah. well, I guess we both have to work tomorrow. But after that, yeah. um, all right, everybody, have a merry Christmas. Stay safe out there. Uh, be good to one another. And always initiate the protocol. Peace. Peace out.